Good morning for Monday, August 31st, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Left and right try to shift Fed's direction. Banking ties could haunt a Biden bid, and caste quotas in India are coming under attack. In today's national headlines, tallest peak on the continent will regain its Denali name. Texas suspect in killing of deputy had jail time, and President Obama to push action on warming in the Arctic. In today's business headlines, Univision faces a shifting market ahead of its IPO. Candidates offer divergent views on Wall Street, and an Italian energy company announces a supergiant gas field. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Left and right try to shift Fed's direction. Reported by Benjamin Applebaum. Conservative activists who want the Federal Reserve to raise interest rates distributed chocolate coins and gold wrappers at the local airport last week as Fed officials arrived for their annual policy retreat. Liberal activists in green Who's Recovery t-shirts formed a receiving line at the resort hotel in the heart of Grand Teton National Park, where the meeting was held, to personalize their argument that the Fed should wait. Sometime, possibly as early as mid-September, and probably no later than the end of the year, the Fed plans to raise its benchmark interest rate by one quarter of one percentage point, a mathematically minor move that has become a very big deal. Investors, who always pay attention to the Fed, are paying particular attention now. This central bank has held short-term rates near zero since December 2008. But the Fed's plans also have become the latest point of contention in a broader debate about the government's management of the American economy, pitting liberals, who see a need for more aggressive measures to bolster growth, against conservatives, concerned that Washington and the Fed are already doing much too much. There shouldn't be this intense interest in a quarter-point increase, and there shouldn't be this intense interest in whether it comes in September or December, said Alan Blinder, a Princeton University economist and the Fed's vice chairman in the mid-1990s. But the Fed remains the center of the financial universe. People stare at it like they stare at the North Star. In the decades before the financial crisis, policymakers generally agreed that central banks should focus on moderating inflation. Now both that goal and the best way to achieve it are subjects of debate. With the critics lining up outside, central bankers found no escape inside the main conference, where a series of academics warned policymakers that their view of inflation was oversimplified and their policies were less effective as a consequence. The conference was more about what we don't know, about a candid willingness to analyze what we don't know, said Lucrezia Reichlin, a professor at the London Business School and former director general of research at the European Central Bank. It did not really inspire confidence in monetary policy. Blinder said part of the disconnect between the officials and the activists may reflect that both liberals and conservatives are motivated by broader concerns. Conservatives see the Fed as enabling the growth of the federal debt, while liberals see the Fed as contributing to the rise of inequality. 
Blinders said the central bank had little power to reverse either trend. They overstate the importance and power of the Federal Reserve, he said. All it can do, he added, is address these problems around the edges.